Welcome to the All Central Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Larry Kirk. I am joined today by the great, incredible, amazing theologian, Pastor Jonathan Prothero is in the house. Uh, Yeah, I know, right? And we have a super special guest because we had an incredible weekend at Central called the Rhythm Takeover. I'll let you guys explain that in just a moment, but what a powerful weekend. And we had um, the amazing, incredible Gianna Mazel with us. What? Come on. Awesome. She listen, listen, if you if you haven't watched that episode uh, on our YouTube page, go there, watch it. It's incredible. It's amazing. What a great message. We'll get into that in just a minute. But explain a little bit about the rhythm takeover. How'd you feel like it went? Mr. Next Gen Pastor. I, <laughs> next, yeah, Mr. Next Gen. Yeah, Rhythm rhythm Takeover um, is something, is this our fourth one now? I'm going to go ahead and say a fourth. Oh, no. Jonah? I, yeah. I would, yeah. I think so. I would, yeah. I would, I think so. I, I've got other people four, yes. in the background saying yeah. yes, four. Yes, four. Fourth one. So basically the youth takeover for a Sunday um, from worship to greeting on the doors to, um, the, to the preaching, to whatever it is, yeah. as many things as we can do, yep. we take over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, first of all, I mean, that's quite a unique thing anyway. Uh, I've often seen it in churches, but not the preaching portion, Yeah, which we will talk about in a second <laughs> yeah. with our Gigi. It's usually the youth pastor that gets up or the leader that communicates yeah. for the youth yes. or whatever. But. Yeah, the youth pastor. And, and honestly, I, you'll know this. It's usually met with a bit of like, oh, the youth pastor speaking <laughs> You know, like, Yeah, but oh you boy. speak frequently yeah. here, so it's it, not, a, yeah. That's, it's, it's slightly not, different. It's not like that. Slightly yeah. different for yeah. sure. But um, but yeah, they, they take over. This has been our fourth one. And how did I think it went? I think it went, it's been better and better every mm-hmm. time. Yes. Um, for me, I've been just trying to work myself more and more in the background and yeah. sort of releasing leaders to do stuff and, yeah. and Jonah preach and Aiden to take on the worship team and, and other leaders just to say, okay, this is, this is your baby. I'm here for you. Yeah. I'm supporting you, but now I'm in the support role. Yeah. You're in the lead role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this time around, it was much more, it just bent more so towards that way. And, and it was a good feeling. Um, nerve wracking. Yeah. I, I had a thought. I thought, oh, I know a little bit about how Pastor Larry feels every week. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. when you're not driving. Yeah. You know, you you kind of feel like that's a thing. Wanna... That's a that's a thing in my family. Like wherever we go, and it's not. Listen, well, maybe a controlling thing. I don't want to throw like it maybe is. a controlling totally, thing. Yeah, but I have to drive. I cannot let Pearl drive. <laughs> and it's not that she's a bad driver. She's a great driver. She's been driving for well, I don't want to say how many years. Yeah, a, a lot of years. And and but I have to drive everywhere. Like I cannot be. Right. Like it would be nerve wracking <laughs> for right. me to. It's nerve wracking to even drive in uh, to church with one of my older sons and they're in their twenties. Yeah. I, I, I just like, I'm like yeah. gripping the steering, you know, gripping the stuff around me. Like, no, I, I but, got you. Yeah. But releasing control. Yeah, that's right. Releasing control to Gigi. Mm-hmm. And uh, like At I was 16, by the way, she's 16 uh, folks. Uh, yeah. When did you turn 16 G? March. Of this nice. year. Yeah. yeah. So what year were you born? 2006. <laughs> That's insane. I know. 2006. Crazy. Oh, oh I feel so old. <laughs> um, Pastor Jonathan, did you did you ever get to speak at 16 or 15 at your church? No. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. have any churches yeah. that do that. Yeah. Like I know churches that will do a little testimony, mm-hmm. often now pre-recorded in case they say something silly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or say something that was off script. Or they'll have like three different 
communicators, like young communicators do 10 tackle 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But even that tend to be more 18, 19 yeah, college. Yeah. Yeah, age. That's right. That's true. Um, I think first time G speak, you were 15. 15. You? Yeah. That's crazy. That was crazy. I can't, I can't even imagine that. Like, I did that. Well, you did it. <laughs> yeah, you, but you did. You that's, did do it. That's the unbelievable. And you crushed it both times. You've killed it. Yeah. Geez, in, I remember the first time I asked you to speak up uh, the rhythm. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what you spoke about? I spoke about Peter. I think Peter stepping out to the boat, yeah. eyes on Jesus, waves in the wind around him. Yeah. But it took the step. All the disciples, they could have chosen to yeah. step out, but he stepped out. Yeah, he stepped out. I, I remember some things you said from that very clearly. And I remember thinking, wow, she's commanding the room here. Because it's a gift you're looking for. You're yeah. not, like for me anyway, like it's not, <laughs> giftings are difficult because we tend to rank them. This is a more sure. unique gift or mm-hmm. this is special. Mm-hmm. But I've had sure. lots of people come through and speak. But when mm-hmm. G spoke, there's a certain spiritual gift that you're looking for, Yeah. whether it's that teaching, pastoring element. But mm-hmm. for people to, to hook in, and I knew, I was like, G, G could do the first rhythm, rhythm <laughs> yeah. takeover. And then, but fortunately, Pastor Larry said yes as well, because he yeah. hasn't heard you speak. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I mean, it's taking a word of, uh, you know, my good friend Scott is the, the dad of this <laughs> the proud dad of this awesome, awesome young lady. And, uh, you know, one of, one of the things that, that, you know, when, when I take a step back from that and think, man, this was, you know, we're looking at history here and we're looking at the next person in line for, um, just what I feel in my heart, I'm not just saying this, but just some greatness there in, Mm -hmm. in your life, Gianna. And, and, and that's, that's why, you know, that's why we're, you know, you got a second chance at this thing, you know, a second yeah. go around and you're going to get more go arounds because you, you are just, uh, you're gifted. And, and my prayer though, is that you just continue to, to work on that craft yeah. and then, and then continue to just to open up your heart to God as you're already doing. God's doing so much in your life already. Yeah. Um, so but I've got a question for mm-hmm. you. So you, we talked about gifting a little bit and then Pastor Larry mentioned craft and working on your craft. So how, First time I asked you to speak on stage mm-hmm. or uh, how many times did you rehearse that sermon? Oh, I, I don't think I can even count. Like, <laughs> I think that I get so nervous when I haven't, like I've, I'm writing it out or like I'm just kind of processing it. And that's when I get nervous because like I don't feel like I really like know it completely just like in me. And so I feel that sometimes when I keep going over it, it just gives me more of the confidence, like, no, you do know this, and this is what God has placed on your heart. Yeah. So even though it seems like, oh, repetitive, she keeps repeating the same thing, like, so to say, memorizing it. Mm-hmm. But I just feel that it gives me even more confidence to yeah. even think about what I'm saying, like, no, this is powerful. Yeah. Yeah, do you th- feel like, Pastor Jonathan, do you think feel like there there's stages, right, to that to this? And, yeah. and one of, one of my encouragements to her was, you know, sometimes you can memorize the emotion out of it. Yeah, sure. And you don't want to, you don't want to get to the place where you memorize it so much that you, you memorize the, the emotion out of it because you want to bring across what God's put on your heart and mm-hmm. touch the hearts and lives of other people. And sometimes if you memorize it too much, it's just know the message. Yeah. I just encourage her, Hey, just know it and then present it mm-hmm. and let the Holy spirit work it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think sometimes that's, for a young communicator like that, but she's so far ahead of the game. That's the, that's the amazing thing about it though. 
Yeah. You're, you're so far. <laughs> Super far. And it's but it's a it's a fine balance. Yeah. yeah. But I think what I was gonna say, like it to, to build off to build off your point, you know, you, you've really honed the craft. You haven't you're not going up there winging it, yeah. going, Oh God will speak something to me or yeah. I kind of had a thought and a scripture and then I'll just rely on because sometimes we rely on our gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a lazy way. Yep. Uh, so well, true. I'm gifted at this. So I, mm-hmm. I, and because it comes naturally to you, you feel like you don't have to work hard yeah. at it. But that's, in my mind, what earned you a second go and, and more goes is watching you. No, I'm, I'm taking this really seriously. Yeah. I'm going to craft this. I'm going to hone this. I'm going to do everything I can do um, to make sure this is as good as possible. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to give props to Pastor Jonathan too because, you know, he's he's allowed these young people to to, to craft some of that in their life and and to develop them in such a way that uh, that they they can communicate from the stage, worship from the stage, all all those elements, all those aspects. So, props to Pastor Jay for yeah. for really working mm-hmm. with them that way and seeing that in them because not every youth pastor would do that. Every youth pastor would think, oh, this is my time to shine mm-hmm. in in the service, right? Is yeah. it, oh, this is my you know I'll let I'll let I'll let all those other guys do all the other stuff out there. They'll greet, they'll high five people coming in, they'll set up their little booth stuff. Right. They'll, they'll let the the other stuff, you know, that's how they would look at it, but. And it's not just small stuff. It's not meaningless stuff that they're doing. It's just that's how youth pastors would look at it yeah. right. because it's their time to shine. And so, but you've allowed that space for young communicators like Gianna to get up there and and be so far ahead of the game than most. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I, I did speak once, but you're right. I think most people would use it, the youth, as a platform to build their platform. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my whole platform is to build Gianna's platform. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. that's it. Or and and yours, yeah, will be what to work on somebody who's younger than you. Yeah, yeah, right. And mm-hmm. to create space and inspire yeah. somebody who's that's right. ten that's right. <laughs> to go up and preach. And no matter how annoying you. they are, right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how did you how did you think it went this time around? Were you happy with it? Did you feel yes. like was there one service where you thought I crushed this, and the other service, or did you just feel like nah, I was I was in a good zone? I think that just that whole Sunday service, first and second, just went just amazing in every way. But I do feel that just the first service, that there was something yeah. about in the worship, there was something in the atmosphere in the room that, man, I was like crying on the like the last song because it was like, I can't do yeah. this without you, God. Yeah. And so then when I like just got up there, it was just like, I'm giving this all to you. And I feel like, man, that, not saying like second service was like wow, whatever yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah, no, I felt the same thing. I just thing, felt yeah. something in yeah. that first service that there was, things breaking in people, that there yeah. was things that really was like, I surrender everything I am to everything you are. Yeah, how do you process that? Like, it, as far as feeling up there on stage, like, I know this is a lot on you right now, but, <laughs> but like, you know, because we, we talk about this a lot. Like, there's certain services that are so much better than others. It, yeah. The feel. Yeah. It's not that they were. It's just the feel in the room. And some of it's the people mm-hmm. that's that's talking back with you, communicating. You feel the vibe. All of that. It's the worship. It's yeah. how everything's set up. But I was, was kind of shocked because yeah. 9.30, they were like, they were oh, my rocking, goodness. They were rocking, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> and, and then 11 o'clock, I was like, okay, you guys got to sleep in. Come on now. Because yeah, <laughs> you, you know that's all the older people in the first <laughs> service, right? You know, yeah. they come to the early. And they, they crushed it this week. Like, they were like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> I know. 
But both service, it was just such an impactful time yeah. for just throughout the worship, throughout the people just greeting people at the doors, that it was just so amazing, everything being put together, that yeah. each individual was a part of something so much bigger. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I love how you see that already. <laughs> like, you, Because you could you could have just got in your Gianna bubble and just worried about your own, mm-hmm. but you you wandered outside that bubble and giving props to everybody else. Like you're, you're saying, man, the worship, they crushed, you know, my, my peers, my, they're greeting, they're out there just serving. I mean, you came outside that bubble. That's says a lot about you and your character. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think as, as leaders, it's like, you want to create a platform and you have to manage the, which we all have. I'm not talking specifically about Gino, but you have Mm -hmm. to manage Gino, GG. You have to manage the ego. That's what I was going to say. And then I said, Gino, so you want to give yeah. young people a platform and you have to manage their yeah that pride and ego yeah. that we all deal with of yeah. like, oh, this of is course. about me. Of course. And gee, you'll know this. Just about every meeting we have, I always tell people it's not about you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about Gianna this weekend. Uh, it's not about the worship team. Yeah. You've practiced. This is about God. And this is about helping broken people find God mm-hmm. and discover their purpose. It's about a vision. Yeah that we're after and um and she's held that just really close you know she's never like tooted her own horn or <laughs> kind of like oh look at me i'm the big star just stayed really yep. grounded and uh easy to work with honestly yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's incredible what a great message though let's dive into that real quick mm-hmm. let's go yeah. yeah this is good yeah. get uncomfy get uncomfy. did this make you yeah. uncomfy See, <laughs> see, you see. Now you're living your message today. Yeah. You get a little uncomfy right mm-hmm. after the the, ser- the message you spoke, and you talked about uncomfy being uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. That God, you know, brings us to a place where we where where we got to not get comfortable. You know, that's yeah. where we grow. All those things. I think our world is trying to push, and each of these points is kind of yeah. like the opposite of what like the world wants us to do because the world wants us to say like, Oh, it's okay if you do this or Mm -hmm. it's okay if you feel this way, just be yourself, you know? Yeah. And I think that's where the enemy can trick us and distract us in such a way. We don't even realize that it's the enemy tricking us, but we're like, no, Jesus made his followers so uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. All the time, Mm -hmm. all the time. (laughs) Or, or, I mean, just look I mean, at look, just look at how all of them died. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I know every yeah, single pretty yeah. much apart from John, uh, all apart from John, uh, you know, lived to old age. But even he lived to old age in exile. Yeah, uh, and it's its own and tortured of, uh, and tortured yeah. and and, tortured, yeah. and thrown out of his culture, away yep. from his family, mm-hmm. familiarity, et cetera, et cetera. But all of them live very uncomfortable lives. Yeah. Like Jesus was constantly pushing them out. And it's not like you look at their life like, oh, that would be a horrible life to live. Like, he just got, like, murdered, executed for nothing he did. Right. But you're like, they're, they're saying, like, this is no greater joy to have, like, in my yeah. life. Yeah. 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 How many of us could say that? We we get upset because somebody messed up our Chick-fil-A order. <laughs> you know? Right. Somebody get, slow. That's <laughs> uncomfy for us. <laughs> right. You know, you know, I ordered food five minutes five ago. Five minutes ago. <laughs> Still <laughs> wasn't yeah. in here. <laughs> Uh, so much truth to that. But so I mean, and honestly, like that's that's a point I think is super relevant for Westerners um, because w- we live a life of convenience, right? Everything's as microwave Christianity. Yeah. It's now. Mm. It's a media. Mm. Give it to me. And you even said delayed gratification. I was like, oh, well done. Good words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> good vocabulary. Yeah. But we we struggle with that, and it's just on point. Okay, let me interrupt by making this one point as Good. well. 
you know, some people will struggle with young people preaching or feeling like, what do young people have to teach me? You know, when Gianna preaches or any young person, hopefully they're just speaking biblical truth. And so it doesn't matter what age or mouth it comes out of. Yeah. If it's truth, it's truth. Yep. And, and, you know, when you say something like get uncomfortable, like that is the truth of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it sometimes, yeah, it hurts. But we can despise the medium at times mm-hmm. or we can think we're above the way that God used to people that he used I, I to think, communicate to us. Yeah, I think as times. adults, sometimes we just get in, caught in the weeds of, well, what does a 16-year-old girl know about being right. uncomfortable, right? right. Well, the prob- the, there's a couple problems with that. First of all, your attitude, one. Two, yeah. two is you're missing the whole point. Yeah. Like, yeah. like get uncomfortable with your age, like where you're at in life. Like, mm. that, like what is God doing in your life that makes you uncomfortable? Yeah. yeah. Right? What, what is it? So, so yesterday, you know, when she's talking, I pastor the church what okay i need to get uncomfortable right like what 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 makes me uncomfortable that i need to course correct in my life uh, right yeah. like like there's so much wisdom to be said in god's word and that's what she was preaching she was preaching yeah. straight straight the word of god straight preaching straight up she said the truth requires change and it does Oh, it does. So many she good one-liners. <laughs> she said that. I'm like, oh man, did I teach her that? She just came up with that. She <laughs> taught me that. She, yeah. I'm just going to write that down. Truth requires change. <laughs> yeah. And that's uncomfortable yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. It really is. Right. Because, you know, if you, you may have like a, a decades full of how you think God works or how, how you thought about a certain subject or a certain thing that's in our culture that you think it's right. And then you realize it may be wrong. Boy, that requires change, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Cause the truth requires change. Mm-hmm. It hurts. Yeah. It's uncomfy. 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 Says. uncomfy. uncomfy. <laughs> <laughs> you also said, uh, you also said get salty, which a lot of people think get mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of the opposite of like, it's kind of funny, like it's yeah. salty, but just seeing the verse, I don't know, that verse or that passage, passage of scripture was yeah. just on my heart for such a long time. I was like, I am definitely tying this in somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it just happened to be the perfect thing where it's the same thing. Our whole world wants us to be like everyone else. We may not realize it, but we're all trying to defend our truth and we're all trying to say our ideas. And that's what yeah. the world wants. They're like, oh, we're all fighting against each other now. Yeah. And I think it's just when the scripture I said yesterday was like, do not conform to the pattern yep. of this world. Yeah. And it's always just the opposite. And you're like, God, why can't it be a little bit the same with what the world's trying to tell me? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> why is it such the opposite? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a it's good, good. Uh, it's, it's so good. I think, yeah, when it comes to salt as well, salt in food is used as a magnifier. It'll mm-hmm. enhance whatever flavor yeah. is already present in the dish. Right, it's the Which five is, five things that she yeah. mentioned yesterday. Right, yes, the five yeah. different yeah. sweet, sour, salty, bitter, savory. savory. Saltiness is the number yeah. one. Well, savory it was U- umami, like umami. Right? Umami, that's yeah. what it was. Oh, okay. okay. I basically like savory. I'm like trying to say umami. 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 Yes, Umami. Yeah, but it's but and that's the thing, isn't it? Like it's a magnifying glass. So, but but that goes both ways. So if it's a bad dish. Christians should expose and bring yeah. dysfunctional dishes mm-hmm. to carry on the analogy to light. Yeah. You know? But also, don't you like I always like the analogy that sometimes you can put too much salt. 
Sometimes oh, yeah. you can yeah. be a bit too much Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It has you can to be, be a, a bit, balance, right? You can be yeah. a bit overbearing. Yeah. Like yeah. give everybody everything of all of you, and it's like, whoa, that's a lot of Christian information. You just you just <laughs> spewed out of your mouth fifty scriptures. On right, the, right. Like, <laughs> like, like Jesus at times will always say, "So much more I have to teach you, but you're not ready. Yet. You're not ready. Yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like yeah. you can take this bit of salt, right? That yeah. she was mm-hmm. teaching about, but but you know, within <laughs> yeah, it's within salty reason. Get salty. salty. I never that. heard that as a phrase till I came to America. Yeah, I'm salty. salty. Oh, oh yeah, salty. really? Oh, okay. But okay. apparently it is one in England because I used it in England. People understood me. They understood. I just had <laughs> oh, never okay. caught to it. <laughs> it's a little salty. He's a little salty today. Yeah. I mean. Oh, a little salty. Yeah, a little salty. Your dad's a little salty today. I'm just letting you know that. No, he's not. <laughs> he's doing good. Um, yeah. So tell us about your sweet addiction real quick before we move on. The, did you thinking. hear the passion? <laughs> did you hear the passion? Oh, like, Fourth of July yeah. yesterday. Yeah. How'd you do? Oh, you yesterday do? was really yeah. hard. Was it? Because we got <laughs> like a last minute invite to just like a party. And oh, no. like there yeah. was just stuff you everywhere. You and I was like, well, you didn't get anything from church today. So don't do it now. Because then you just missed out on all the stuff you had at church. So yeah, and then you spoke about it That's how I too. have you to wanna, like yeah. rational, rationalize it in my yeah. brain. But then you so just funny. offered me a brownie today, and that was really hard. I did. <laughs> I did. I, I know. I was playing the devil's just advocate. About it. I know. I got a I got a free so, brownie at Chick Fil A today. By the way, the devil. <laughs> and somebody gave me a free brownie. Actually, they they gave me a free meal today, and but the but the brownie came with it. Gee, I'm and, sorry. And I'm sorry for you. I apologize. And I came over. To, this is their table. I was like, see, I want this brownie, and I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, it's the wrong table. Gianna's here. I probably shouldn't do this. <laughs> okay. you know. So how many more days left? How many I more days? 11. 11 days left. Awesome. Yeah. Doing days. a good job. Had to extend it a little bit, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon but I love that. We should make a rule. Every time you break it down, you have to put two more days on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah that would be way harder. But actually... <laughs> I'll be on vacation when I like be finished, and I was like looking up the closest places in like North Carolina yeah. that like have special stuff. And right where I am, there's like crumble cookies. Oh, where there's like the big cookies that has like s'mores and stuff. It's like I'm going there. That's the stuff, <laughs> and that's the awesome stuff you can put on like ice cream as well. Like crumple yes. those cookies up, put them on ice cream. Yeah, I'm hungry. I don't know about anyone else. <laughs> Ready for a snack after this? Well, your last point was get broke. Get broke. Get broke, not financially. I'm pretty broke, but <laughs> I'm working out my debt. Yeah, today. yeah. How's that job doing, by the way? With it's Wawa, actually starting this Wawa? week. Yeah, it's yeah. Wawa. Yeah, but somebody had COVID, so they didn't have enough managers okay. to like train. Train, okay. So it's Thursday. So okay, I'm making the money. Put some money in the, in the bank. Actually, I've been working at this like yeah. snowball traveling thing too. Oh, nice! It's like once in a while. Hard worker. You no, know, it's extra. Cash. You're like your parents. <laughs> Hard workers. Those mazels, they, they work hard. <laughs> they work hard. Yeah. Good work ethic. But, um, yeah, getting broke. But get broke. get broke. Yeah. Get broke. It was funny. My dad was kind of part of this last point a little bit because I was, it was kind of like the same idea of get okay. broke because I had like, it was around like humbleness and that's where yeah. I was trying to go with the last thing. And then he just said the scripture of, it was um, in Psalm where King David like said, broken heart broken yeah. contrite spirit yeah. and i was like that is just so perfect this is just such a god moment right now because <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. just out of the blue and just i think weeping and- i know <laughs> i got home i was like tears of joy i was like oh my gosh this is such a god thing um 
But really, I just wanted to end it and just get brokeish in everything, whether you're um, getting salty and being before others or you're getting, like, uncomfy. Like, you're humbling yourself before yeah. God and say, I can't do it my way. Mm, yeah. Like, nevertheless, not my will be done, but yours. Um, we're going to end here in a minute, but you shared a little bit. And, and listen, there's, a, there's quite a few followers of Christ that feel this way, too. You know, you don't have the track record. You don't have what you called a testimony, yeah. right? What you call a testimony. Um, for those who haven't watched the message or are just listening for the very first time, what would you, what would you like share your story just a little bit about what God spoke to you about that particular thing in your heart? Like how you were feeling at that moment. Like, I don't have anything to share. I don't have this big, loud testimony, this broad thing. Yeah, you know? it, was, it was funny. It was actually about two months before I was offered to like speak at my school too um and I was just like I can't imagine just being in front of like all the students at my school like why would they listen to me I don't have this whole thing where like God really like changed my life and it was funny because we had our family devotion like in the Sunday afternoon and I didn't bring anything about it but I was just like praying that weekend like God like what is my testimony Mm. and like I didn't bring anything about it but then my brother brought something up just out of the blue about like his testimony and then my mom she just starts like going off like no this is your testimony about the choice and everything she was like that did not just come from me (laughs) (laughs) she was in the kitchen and she just heard that one thing from my brother and he was like no and then i start crying they're like why are you crying straight prophesying (laughs) over kids in there yeah (laughs) and i just it was just this realization where it was like yes you've grown up in the church yes like you have been that central like all these 16 years of your life but it's been your own choice, your mm-hmm. own choice to keep going, even when everybody else in your school is doing something else or whatever the world is offering to you. But it's your choice to say, no, I, yeah. I just don't want to live that life. I believe yeah. that Jesus is the way, the truth and yeah. the life. Yeah. And that's diff- That's some of the most difficult things not to like to not to step into. Yeah. You've really allowed the Lord to really uh work on that in your heart and your life and not say yes to things that you know that kind of lead you yeah. down a different path. And I think both sides of it, whether God has saved you mm-hmm. um, from just something in your past, it's it's just about the choice to say, no, I can't do this life yeah. on my own. So whether yeah. it's my testimony or somebody else's testimony that comes down to believing that he is the way, the yeah. truth, and the life. Boom. That was it. <laughs> Was it? I don't need to preach anymore. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> but it is like that. Get broke. Honestly, I came to your school and I saw you. Um, you did a little bit of it, although it was different yeah. for, for this message. And I just thought, oh, I wish I'd come up with that. <laughs> but that is so good. Like, get broke. And there's so many great pictures in scripture of just people yeah. encountering God in their brokenness Mm -hmm. even jesus you know there was the man at the temple on his hands and and knees beating his chest saying father forgive me yeah i'm not worthy and jesus says you Mm -hmm. see that man (laughs) it's not it's not the religious elite it's that man he salvation has come to him and his household and um you know that was the picture i had as as you were you were preaching that and doing that message and uh you know just keep going yeah keep doing what you're doing you're amazing thank you amazing young lady Well, that will conclude the All Central Podcast for this day. Pastor Larry Kirk, Pastor Jonathan, Gianna, thanks again so much for joining us. We love you guys. (laughs) 
We hope that in some way this enriches your life.